This is the Black and Blue Report presented by ABC Insurance Agencies, a better choice for insurance. Now from Studio B or wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. Hi again, everybody. Welcome into the Black and Blue Report podcast. I'm Sean Kelly, and greetings from Orlando, Florida this morning, where the Pelicans are on their final preseason road trip of this year. Great to be with you on a Wednesday. We've got a great show for you. As it is Wednesday, we'll have a Wesley Wednesday today. The Pelicans lost last night to Atlanta, 96-89. They were shorthanded, heck, even on the bench. And by the bench, I mean the coaching staff. Alvin Gentry was sick last night and was unable to serve as head coach. Uh, in that ball game at Phillips Arena. But David Wesley's here today to offer his thoughts not only on last night's game, but the Pelicans as they stand here on the brink of the regular season. Yes, it was hard to watch, but I, I get it. You know, these guys are out there busting it. They're just there's just not enough of what they need to, to to get easy buckets. So they have to depend on defense. Defense turnovers to get out, get some easy baskets, and otherwise they're gonna struggle. And then, of course, we have football to talk about. It is a big week for the Saints as they try to keep the momentum going. They've won two straight and now have a tough, tough road matchup at Kansas City this weekend with the Chiefs. The NFL on Fox will have the game television-wise, and our good friend Kenny Albert will be on the call. Well, with Andy Reid teams, you know, usually it's, it's a pretty good balance. Uh, we saw that in Philadelphia and, you know, during his seasons in Kansas City. So I, I think, you know, during the first quarter, it'll sort of be a, a you know, feeling itself out process. But uh, Charles looks like he's really coming on, coming back from the injury. And, again, Alex Smith is a veteran. He's been in the league for a long time. So, but, again, with, with Andy Reid coach teams, it's usually about a 50-50 balance as far as run pass. So it's great to have Kenny Albert and David Wesley both for you on this Black and Blue Report Wednesday. We're in Orlando, and we'll continue with our great conversations in just a moment. Don't miss any of the New Orleans Pelicans action this season. Pick the four games that are right for you. The Pelicans Pick 4 plan, presented by Domino's, guarantees seats to see Anthony Davis and your New Orleans Pelicans take on the biggest names of the NBA, including matchups against Golden State and Cleveland. Packages start as low as $40 and come with a free medium one-topping pizza from Domino's. To pick your four games, visit pelicans.com today. Auctioner believes the best way to predict the future is to invent it. Here, our doctors and staff are changing lives day after day. Every week, I'm operating on babies who are days old with hearts smaller than walnuts. We're giving these kids a life they wouldn't otherwise have a chance to grow up. Sometimes cancer patients come who were told they were out of options, but Auctioner has the most clinical trials in the state. It's amazing to be able to give second chances. We're always a step ahead, even with simple things, like getting you in to see a doctor today versus a week from now, so what you have doesn't become something bigger. It makes a difference. Every day, Auctioner is creating a better future by looking forward and thinking differently to find life-changing solutions. That's healthcare with peace of mind. Appointments are available today. Call 866-AUCTIONER or visit auctioner.org. Gatorade, for athletes who move the game forward, we're creating the fuel to do the same. Innovating beyond hydration to create the future of sports fuel. Fueling today, fueling the future. 
Guess what day it is? Hump day? Well, yeah, and it's Wesley Wednesday on the Black and Blue Report. Welcome back to our show today from Orlando. That's where the Pelicans are getting ready for the Magic in their final preseason game tomorrow. Of course, as we mentioned earlier, the Pelicans lose last night in Atlanta, 96 289 pulled close enough uh, to make it a game in the end, but uh, at one point trailed by 23 points. It is Wednesday, and we ring 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 back up David Wesley for a Wesley Wednesday as a result. And uh, David, glad to have you back here on Wesley Wednesday. Well, thank you, Sean. It's it's good to be back. It's you know it's right around the corner from game number one, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I know you're chomping at the bit. You were at practice the other day. You obviously were uh, engaged in the game last night. Let, let's start with the game last night. What did you take away from, which was probably a, a somewhat tough watch at times? Well, you know, and, and you know, I, let me start off by saying I'm not knocking these guys. Uh, I see a lot of me in these guys, guys that work hard. They come to play. They have skill. Um, you just can't have – bunch of me out there on the court i remember back when i played with in boston we had guys that came to work every day they practiced hard they played hard it just wasn't enough guys out there that had it um it's hard to play in this league when you just have a group of guys that play hard uh some guys can shoot it but aren't knockdown shooters. Um, some guys can can put the ball on the floor, but can't break guys down. And, and offensively, you need that. You need the Drew Holidays, the Tyreek Evans, somebody out there that can. The Anthony Davises. They're playing without all those guys, and those are your setup guys. You know, the James Harden goes in and makes it easy for other guys to catch and shoot, catch, drive, and and, and finish. Um, so last night you finished the first quarter shooting, I don't know, 36%. I think it was, you finished the half shooting right around that, um, as well. And defensively, you have to make shots so that teams aren't running out at you, getting quick shots. You so you can get your defense set. Um, it's going to be a struggle. And then of course, because, you don't have great shooting, there are no driving lanes. So guys were trying to take it in, turning the ball over, um, and, and trying to make things happen, trying to run offense, trying to play out of pick and roll. There's just not enough space and enough guys out there to, to earn some respect that you would have to stay a little bit closer, give that penetrating person you know, that one half a step where they can get to the gap and create a play. So – Yes, it was hard to watch, but I, I get it. You know, these guys are out there busting it. They're just there's just not enough of what they need to 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 get easy buckets. So they have to depend on defense, defense turnovers to get out, get some easy baskets, um, and otherwise they're going to struggle. I'll add uh, I'll add this to your case file there. You know, Atlanta did play their their starters and use their regular season rotation, and uh, you know, and obviously based on what you just said, it made a difference for them, and and they look closer and more ready to the regular season as a result. Yeah, but you, you look at you look at our lineup and minus Anthony Davis, 
game one, those will be our regular starters. Ish. Ish. No Etwan Moore, yeah. but yes. Yes. Right. Yeah, I mean, the yeah, guy who started for Etwan Moore, guys. buddy. Go ahead. I'm sorry, David. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, no. You're right. You know Etwan Moore, you wouldn't probably start Buddy Heald. Um, and you wouldn't. Uh, I can't remember who started at the four last night. Cunningham. Cunningham. You wouldn't start Cunningham. Yeah. Speaking of oh, Buddy Heald, who started, yeah, who started for more last night, you know, Heald right. came out smoking to start the preseason. Uh, here in his last two, his shootings really dropped off, David. He went over uh, in the second game at China, and then last night Heald goes 5 of 15 and 0 of 6 from 3. Uh, just a, a typical rookie uh, up and down here, or is there any concern on your part for Heald right now? Well, you know, uh, he's one of those guys that's used to – playing well and this is the thing you do when you come out of college you have a bad game you come back you light it up next time the thing about it is you know you put him in the starting lineup he's playing against frontline guys he's playing against veterans uh he's playing against guys that are longer more athletic um he's going to struggle you know the, the people saw his you know maybe his first game especially houston that was more like a playoff series um, they saw him play the night before. He, he shot it well. He played well. Hey, we need to pay attention to him. That's what he's going to get, and that's where, as a rookie, you struggle because guys start locking in, paying more attention, knowing what you can do, knowing your tendencies. Um, and now he has to come back with that counter to that. So um, it's a natural struggle. Uh, at times he's forcing stuff, trying to make plays, trying to make something happen. He's the one guy who can – put it on the floor for a couple of dribbles and, and get places. And, uh, yeah, he's he, he's going to struggle. That's why you don't like to throw rookies out there in the starting lineup because they sometimes they can lose confidence. He doesn't look like a guy who would lose confidence. I mean, he kept shooting throughout the game. So, um, But you want to bring him along slowly. You want to put him in spots where he can be successful. And last night was not one of those situations. David Wesley here with us on the Black and Blue Report. David, I talked to Darren Ehrman, who acted as head coach last night, and I talked to Dante Cunningham as well after the game. And while they were disappointed in a lot of things last night, as you pointed out, uh, they did like the fact that this team played the entire four quarters and did make enough adjustments in the second half to basically win the second half. Uh, did you see Did you see that yourself in watching them play last night? Can that, can that work ethic or that... Um, tenacity carry over with this group toward the regular season? I, I think, I think yes. And, and success um, would go a long way with, with helping that out. Um, and, and, and certainly you want to see a team go out there and play hard. There, there are going to be nights where games end just like that, but, in the back of your head, you're saying it wasn't that close. Um, yes, they, they won the second half. Yes, you expect teams to make a run. Um, but, again, is it going to be a bunch of games where they're down 20, make it eight, and you take that as a moral victory? I have a feeling that's what it's going to be, especially if they don't get some healthy bodies out there and some guys out there who can demand attention, break guys down, 
um, you know, maybe somehow make a trade for, you know, a, a shooter that can spread the floor. You know, otherwise it's going to be a lot of games where, you know, either the Pelicans are hot that night and they play a team really close and, and maybe come up with a win, or it's going to be, you know, down, chasing, trying to come back. Um, but you do, you, you know, you do look at it and say, oh, man, you know, they, they kept playing, they're playing hard. And to me, there's no question that, like, guys are playing hard. It's just I just don't see enough out there where they can go out there and be competitive every single night. Okay. All right. We'll see how it goes when guys are coming back from injury. David, we've got about a minute and a half left, and, and, and I'm a little surprised that we're going to end on this, but I do want to ask you about a guy that you pointed out to me in practice the other day, and that's Omer Ashik, who's in this position battle with Alexia Jensa as, as the starting center for this team. What did you see or what are you seeing in Ashik that made you want to point him out? More of the same. I, I think you look at his body. <laughs> He's in shape. He's running hard. He's playing hard. He's the big body. He's the guy that you saw in Houston that made him interesting for New Orleans to go after him. He's catching. He's finishing. I've seen him dunk in preseason more than I've seen him probably dunk almost since he's been here. It is it is fun to watch, and it's fun to see how he has taken this summer to get himself ready for this season. And so far, I mean, you know, he's playing out of pick and roll. He's rebounding the basketball. You know, he's a position defensive guy, and uh, he's really been, uh, you know, he's been the he's been a bright spot in this in this preseason. You know, as he's getting ready for the regular season, uh, around the basket, uh, and his hands seem to be a little bit better, or he's concentrating on catching the ball better, um, and he's finishing strong. I mean, even some, you know, up and under layups have looked really good where he's finished and uh, making free throws. I mean, it, he just, he, he really is a bright spot in, in my eye, especially because he struggled, you know, last year, injured, out of shape, uh, really didn't have a really good season last year. And, and this year it seems like he's ready to make amends for that. That's good news. So let's end on that. David Wesley, analyst for Fox Sports, former NBA uh, star with, of course, the Hornets and the Rockets and the Cavaliers and the Celtics, and he's been uh, ours again on a Wednesday. David, thank you so much. Hope you enjoy the rest of your day, and you are uh, almost on the air, as they say, about a week. Thanks a lot, Sean Kelly. You have a wonderful time out there in Orlando, and I will see you when you get back. We all know Saints fans are humble, hardworking, likable, and the most devoted fans in the league. All of that takes energy. The energy you get from a warm bowl of Campbell's Chunky Soup. Its meaty goodness fuels the greatness of Saints fans everywhere. Try the delicious Chunky Chicken and Sausage Gumbo. Just visit your local supermarket and ask for Campbell's Chunky Soup, the hearty way to fuel your game, and the official soup of the New Orleans Saints. From sunup to sundown, there's no end to the great time you'll have at the Sanderson Farms Championship. Join us October 26th through 30th at the Country Club of Jackson for a full course of action. From first-class golf to fan-pleasing fun and, of course, lots of fresh, delicious 100% natural chicken. 
all to raise money for Friends of Children's Hospital. So don't miss a single stroke of excitement at the Sanderson Farms Championship. Visit SandersonFarmsChampionship.com for tickets today. Don't want to miss out on any of the action? Get connected with your New Orleans Pelicans 24-7, 365. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for exclusive prizes and giveaways. Plus, get texts with all the latest breaking news right on your phone with Pelican Mobile Alerts. Visit pelicans.com for information on these great features. Plus, sign up for Pelicans Insider with weekly updates from the Pelicans. Join the conversation today. We're talking Saints football on the Black and Blue Report. Black and Blue Report continues from Orlando today. I'm with the Pelicans, of course, but we've got to begin our conversation about the Saints and the Chiefs this weekend at Arrowhead Stadium. And our good friend Kenny Albert will be on the call for the NFL on Fox. He's kind enough to join us uh, during his busy schedule to help us uh, preview this weekend's kind of um, a rare tilt between the Chiefs and the Saints. Kenny, these two teams don't see each other very much, and that being, brings a little uh, uniqueness to uh, this weekend's play. No, they don't, Sean, uh, but looking forward to it. It's always a great atmosphere in Kansas City. Uh, I've been fortunate enough to work four or five games there through the years, and uh, Daryl Johnston, my uh, partner on Fox, always says it was the toughest place to play uh, during his career with the Cowboys. Uh, the fans are loud. They're right on top of you. They're all wearing red. So um, I remember a game we had a couple of years ago against an undefeated Green Bay Packer team, and the Chiefs were struggling, and they came out and beat Green Bay. So uh, you never know what, what you're going to get when you go to Kansas City uh, because it is such a tough place to play for the visiting team. It seems like, Kenny, speaking of not knowing what you're going to get, uh, that might be the case for both teams this weekend. Uh, Kansas City, let's start with them. They look horrible against the Steelers a short time ago. And then they just go out and manhandle the Raiders, which is not an easy thing to do this season. Uh, and, and certainly with their injuries on the defensive side, I don't know what to expect from the Chiefs. And then as our fans know in New Orleans, the Saints have been a little bit of a hard team to get their arms around. Right, and we, we've seen that from a lot of teams this year, Sean. Over the first six weeks, I look back to a game that I worked week three, Arizona at Buffalo, the Bills were 0-2, and they had just made the change uh, at offensive coordinator. Arizona was flying high, and the Bills go out and uh, really take it to the Cardinals, and uh, they've been on a roll ever since. And, and similar with these two teams, uh, up and down over the first six weeks. The Saints, you mentioned some injuries, and Jamal Charles coming back uh, from his injury, and a couple of guys on the defensive side as well. So, you know, that's why, that's why I always – people ask me every week, so what do you think is going to happen? Who's going to win this game? And you just never know. That's why they play them. You know, we might have ideas in our head after meeting with the players and coaches and attending practice, and then usually, in my case, the opposite happens. Is that what makes the, the league so entertaining these days? Or is this um, – or let me ask you this. Is this what the league has become over the last couple of years, or is there something to it about this year? I think it's somewhat similar to what we've seen in the last few years. Um, there's such parity, and there are so many intangibles involved. So uh, you, you just never know, and I, and I think that's part of what makes it so exciting. Tell me more about the Kansas City Chiefs, Kenny. What do you think you're going you're gonna to uncover as you continue your preparations this week, and what do you already know about them? Well, still you know, somewhat early in the preparation, but uh, always enjoy watching Andy Reid coach teams play. Um, you know, they have that similar style to what we saw in Philadelphia all those years. Um, Alex Smith has, has done a nice job during his years in Kansas City. Um, I mentioned Jamal Charles and 
He's coming back, you know, from the second ACL. Um, when you look at the receivers, you know, Jeremy Macklin and uh, Chris Conley are the starters. Travis Kelsey is a terrific tight end. Uh, defensively, like you said, you know, the injury issues have certainly played a factor, but what a season Marcus Peters is having so far with five interceptions. There's no doubt about that. And, of course, uh, Peters and his friends will be tested by Drew Brees, who just lit up the Mercedes-Benz Superdome again. He does that at home, but the split between his home numbers and his road numbers, Kenny, is pretty drastic. Uh, th- does that factor in because this is outdoors at Kansas City and, and the place it is? Maybe a little bit. And, you know, you and I have both worked. Uh, you've worked more Saints games, obviously, through the years. But when I think back to uh, the great Saints run, you know, they were certainly unstoppable at home. And when, when you look at those numbers, the splits, um, obviously playing on turf and, and with some of the receivers he's had through the years, the numbers do tilt, uh, you know, towards the, the the Superdome for Drew. But you know, you look in, in over the last what two and a half years, the record isn't great at home. So, um, you know, I know they bounced back obviously last week with the win over Carolina. But um, certainly a fun team to watch at home. You know, during the that stretch from uh, 2009 on. Speaking of the win over Carolina. Kenny, did, did the Saints show us something, or did they have a pivotal moment in their season with that win? Or, and maybe, you know, both things can parallel each other, are we really now truly seeing what Carolina's all about, now at 1-5, and, and and how devastating was that loss for them, uh, division-wise and overall? Well, I think the resiliency the Saints showed after taking the big lead early and then Carolina coming back and pulling it out at the end. And as far as Carolina's concerned, I haven't seen them in person this year. Um, I've watched most of the game from last Sunday, but you'd have to think that that's a devastating loss uh, for the Panthers, similar to the New York Jets going 1-5 on Monday against Arizona. That, that's going to be real hard to bounce back from. You have to look at it, take it one game at a time, one week at a time, try to win your next game, but that's a big hole uh, for the defending NFC champs. Let me zero in here, Kenny, on some keys perhaps for the Saints since we're kind of tilting that this conversation you know, toward the New Orleans side with our audience here. You mentioned uh, Alex Smith and that receiving core led by Macklin and then also that running game uh, with Jamal Charles. It, it, is this a pick-your-poison situation for the Saints' defense? Where where can the Saints hold their ground defensively against a team like Kansas City? Well, with Andy Reid teams, you know, usually it's, it's a pretty good balance. Uh, we saw that in Philadelphia and, you know, during his seasons in Kansas City, so – I think, you know, during the first quarter it'll sort of be a, a you know, feeling itself out process, but uh, Charles looks like he's really coming on, coming back from the injury. And, um, again, Alex Smith is a veteran. He's been in the league for a long time. So, um, But, again, with, with, with Andy Reid coach teams, it's usually about a 50-50 balance as far as run pass. Kenny Albert with us here from the NFL on Fox. Kenny, before I let you go, let me just ask you about a couple of storylines across the NFL in general. You mentioned the Buffalo Bills. Uh, that's certainly an interesting storyline. But uh, here as we kind of get to that third week of October, what are some of the other things that have really jumped out at you with regard to how this these first six weeks have progressed in the NFL? Well, I think you'd have to look at the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, when, when the Teddy Bridgewater injury took place, you know, it seemed like that would be a devastating blow. But they go out and trade for Sam Bradford and uh, still undefeated. And, and then when you look at what some of the rookie quarterbacks have done, obviously the Dak Prescott story in Dallas – and what happens when Tony Romo comes back. Uh, we had the Eagles this past week against the Redskins, and it, it was uh, you know, sort of a, a reversal from the previous four games because the Eagles' offense uh, was not on the field that often, and 
Uh, they had led the league in time of possession. So Carson Wentz didn't really get a chance, uh, you know, to show us w- what he can do, although he did make some nice throws in the fourth quarter, but you have to be impressed with what he did over the first three games. So uh, rookie quarterbacks, the Vikings, and, um, you know, should set up uh, a fun week seven coming up this week and, and uh, final two months of the regular season. No doubt. That is the NFL. Kenny, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you a quick baseball question because you did call the Dodgers-Nationals series, and here now these Dodgers uh, have pinned the Cubs up against the wall a little bit. Uh, Cubs, the nation, is uh, is a little antsy this morning, uh, and after you seeing the Dodgers up close and personal, can the Dodgers take away the big storyline in Major League Baseball here? Well, I think you have to give the Dodgers a lot of credit, Sean. They bounce back from 2-1 against Washington and take a 2-1 lead against the Cubs, and you have Clayton Kershaw looming. So this fourth game is going to be huge for the Cubs. You certainly don't want to fall behind 3-1, but the Dodgers are a scrappy team, and I think they fit the personality of their manager, Dave Roberts. You think back to the biggest moment of his career, the stolen base in Game 4 of the ALCS back in 2004 in the ninth inning with his team down 3-0, and he's done an unbelievable job, and uh, the Dodgers, you know, battled through that that long game five in Washington, came away with the victory. They were losing one nothing going into the seventh inning. So uh, they 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 have a lot of different weapons, and they, and they throw them all out at you. And um, again, if you lose game four from a Cubs standpoint, um, you have Kershaw looming. So it's a must win. I mean, not necessarily a must win. It's not a must win until you're down to your final uh, game in the series, final loss. But it's a, it's as close to a must win as as possible for the Cubs. Without a doubt. My goodness, Kenny. I don't know about you, but this might be the best time of year with baseball postseason, hockey starting up, NBA starting up, and the NFL and college football. It's my favorite time of the year. Enjoy it, please. Great time of the year, and I look forward to seeing you in Kansas City on Sunday, and enjoy the the trip to Orlando with the Pelicans. Thank you, sir. Will do. That's Kenny Albert from the NFL on Fox, and we'll continue on the Black and Blue Report after these messages. Got a long day ahead? Power on with Smoothie King's new Coffee High Protein Smoothies. It's a nutritious breakfast blended to shift your morning into high gear with delightfully smooth cold brewed coffee for your mind and at least 30 grams of protein for your body. Try all four energizing flavors, vanilla, almond mocha, raspberry mocha, and cinnamon latte, and power on your day. New Coffee High Protein Smoothies. Coffee for your mind and protein for your body. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. We all know Saints fans are humble, hardworking, likable, and the most devoted fans in the league. All of that takes energy. The energy you get from a warm bowl of Campbell's Chunky Soup. Its meaty goodness fuels the greatness of Saints fans everywhere. Try the delicious Chunky Chicken and Sausage Gumbo. Just visit your local Winn-Dixie and ask for Campbell's Chunky Soup. The hearty way to fuel your game. And the official soup of the New Orleans Saints. From sunup to sundown, there's no end to the great time you'll have at the Sanderson Farms Championship. Join us October 26th through 30th at the Country Club of Jackson for a full course of action. From first-class golf to fan-pleasing fun and, of course, lots of fresh, delicious 100% natural chicken. All to raise money for Friends of Children's Hospital. So don't miss a single stroke of excitement at the Sanderson Farms Championship. Visit SandersonFarmsChampionship.com for tickets today. Gatorade, for athletes who move the game forward, we're creating the fuel to do the same. Innovating beyond hydration to create the future of sports fuel. Fueling today, fueling the future. 
Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report, the podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. It's a practice day for the New Orleans Pelicans here in Orlando, and uh, we'll talk to uh, the guys after practice today, and we'll share with you tomorrow on the Black and Blue Report. Uh, that'll help us also preview the final preseason game. The uh, Pelicans and the uh, Magic will uh, throw the ball in the air at 6 Central tomorrow night. Coverage on the Pelicans radio network begins at 5.30 with Pelicans warm-up. And then we have a special edition of the Alvin Gentry Show, also on the uh, flagship radio station in New Orleans. That's 99.5 WRNO-FM. Daniel Salerson will host, and it will start at 4.30. Yes, a much earlier start time, but a full hour of the Alvin Gentry Show, including hopefully your calls and your comments on social media. Daniel will also uh, not only help us get ready for tomorrow night's final preseason game, but a look ahead to the regular season as well, and we'll have our uh, extensive visit with head coach Alvin Gentry. Hopefully he's feeling better, <laughs> and we'll have a nice visit with him uh, as we get ready to wrap up the preseason. We'll also continue our conversation about the Saints and the Chiefs upcoming this weekend. That, of course, is in the early time slot on Sunday and the game on Fox and, of course, the New Orleans Saints radio network. Sure to enjoy Kenny Albert and David Wesley here on this Wednesday, and we'll look to deliver another good podcast for you tomorrow. Everybody have a great rest of your Wednesday. And again, our thanks to ABC Insurance Agencies, your presenting sponsor for the Black and Blue Report. In Orlando, I'm Sean Kelly, and we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report, presented by ABC Insurance Agencies, a better choice for insurance. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at noon central or at your convenience exclusively online at pelicans.com and neworleansaints.com. Follow your teams direct from the source, the Black and Blue Report.